Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Thanks for your company for On The Pace on this Wednesday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. It's been a very big 24 hours also, particularly surrounding New South Wales harness racing. And in the next 10 to 15 minutes, we will cover off on all of that. Of course, it was the second Tuesday in November yesterday. And with that comes the running of the New Zealand Trotting Cup. Harness Racing's greatest race uh, in New Zealand for $750,000 this year, a two-mile standing start contest with many of the greats of the sport uh, tasting success in the race and many who probably have been deemed champions not being able to win it. That's how tough it is to do in New South Wales were able to bring home the victory yesterday with Swayze, Jason Grimson and Cameron Hart combining to win uh, what was a sensational contest. In a few moments, we're actually going to catch up uh, with Cam Hart's father, Mark, to, I guess, get a bit of a different perspective on what New Zealand Cup Day was like. I'm sure that we'll hear plenty from Cam over the next few days. And he, in fact, caught up with Michael Guerin this morning as part of uh, the Sky Racing, the morning line. But uh, it would have been a very, very proud day for many people, particularly in the Riverina region yesterday, and we'll cover off on that shortly. Some other results from the day. Uh, the junior free-for-all also had a bit of Australian interest as well. Don't Stop Dreaming was successful there, but again, Jason Grimson and Cam Hart and a new pickup for the stable and see your art was successful, also Australian owned by the Livingston. So that was certainly a good start to the day. And Merlin also Australian owned running into third. What a performance in the three-year-old fillies Neville are by this still unbeaten filly in Millwood Nike 16 from 16. They rated 154. She was wide the entire and she was just too strong for her rival. She is something incredibly special. It would be magnificent to see her in Australia maybe in the next year to take on a race like the Queen Elizabeth II mile. You never know. She'd be good enough to take on any race, I think it's fair to say. When it came to uh, the two-year-old Colts and Gelding size stakes sponsored by Woodlands, again, all stars to the fore with Chase a Dream coming from last with a lap to go. Olivia Thornley getting another big race success and then it was on to the big one. The IRT New Zealand Trotting Cup, they rated a 158.9 mile rate I guess when we compare that, uh, the mile rate for the 3,200 metres, it should be said. But Swayze came from that second line draw that he was uh, dealt alongside Akuda, who was also back there, but he made an extremely smart start, was able to get in front of Akuda at the start. Cam made his move. Uh, we just over two laps ago. It took him a little while to move around, but you could just tell once he was out in front, he was going to be so hard to beat. 356.5 was the time recorded. Akuda back in second and Beach Ball ran a, a magnificent race back in third as well for uh, Benny Hill and also in the bike was Ricky May. So that was the IRT New Zealand Trotting Cup and there would have been so many Australian eyes uh, fixated to the television at about 20 past three Sydney time yesterday, including our guests for On the Pace this morning, Mark Hart, as I mentioned, uh, Mark's Cam and Ash's dad, and he would have been so thrilled with what transpired yesterday at Addington. In fact, I'm sure that he wished that he could have been there. Mark, good morning to you, and uh, we're just shy of 24 hours since the the big one, the New Zealand Trotting Cup. How has this last day been for yourself and your family? Congratulations as well, such a special thing. Cheers, Britt. Yeah, no, it's been a wonderful 24 hours and yeah, still on cloud nine down here. In, uh, you weren't the there yesterday? 
Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. As I, as I mentioned off the top, the Riverina would have been so proud yesterday, but you weren't on track at Addington? No, no, we oh, we hummed and hard whether to go across and, you know, standing starts, yeah, first standing start, yeah, you know. Anyway, we're just excited to, to be able to watch the race. Um, but, yeah, it's we- one of those things. A long way to go, you know, but, um, to, yeah, for standing start race before it, but... Um, Anyway, it all worked out well. So proud of the two boys. Where did you watch the race and I guess what were the nerves like? Um, yeah, watched it from home um, with Michelle. Um, yeah, and the nerves were, yeah, a little bit nervous all day. Obviously, you know, going into this race um, with, you know, a lot of the previous big wins, you know, he hasn't really been expected to win, but this one, you know, he's up there in the betting and sort of made us a little bit more nervous and, um, you know, um, anyway, they've done well. They certainly have. I want to talk about, I guess, Cam's career in a little bit more depth shortly, but uh, let's let's start there. Uh, obviously, uh, the family steeped in harness racing tradition and by all accounts, there was never going to be anything else that, that Cameron wanted to be involved in and we've seen some great pictures over the last few years of him uh, during his mini trotting days which is where many of our very best drivers uh, get their start so uh, what was Cameron like uh, as a kid and was it always was he always harness racing mad yes he was always (laughs) harness racing mad sort of obviously um you know born into it and um had you know uncle Trevor White uh, was a well-known you know trainer in the Riverina, um, yeah, plying his trade and uh, kids are always up there on weekends and school holidays and yeah and um well, both Ash and Ken they just loved it and um were hooked on it from a very early age. Um and, you know, so- uh just started going up more regular as he got older and um, actually started driving track work when he was ten, um, which is a you know big thing at that age for especially Trevor because he's always very careful. Uh, you know, when you got owners and, and whatnot, but um, and anyway, they were hooked on it and, and been hooked on it ever since. So, the Riverina has been such a a great breeding ground for not only drivers in terms of harness racing, but also trainers and horses for that matter as well. So, Cam made his start there closer to home, and he had really good early success. Do you remember the conversation or? Was it, uh, I guess, a period in time where uh, the ball started rolling for for him to move to the big city? And I'm sure you would have certainly uh, encouraged the move and been very much a positive influence in this transpiring. But I'm sure that it was a a nerve-wracking time as well for yourself and Michelle because he was only very young when he he made that big move. Yes, he was only young, but he was sort of (laughs) kid in a bit of a hurry, I suppose, and... um... You know, always tried to hold him back a bit to, to, you know, to get a bit more experience. And he was sort of just starting to establish himself pretty well in the Riverina. And you know, and obviously Trev was such a big influence, and in you know, uh, on his early part of his career. But um, you know, he's a bit of a kid in a bit of a hurry. And anyway, it's made the move, and we're so lucky to, you know, uh, to. Get involved with Shane Sanderson, Shane and Naomi in Sydney when he went down there, and that was, you know, such a great couple to to be involved with. And you know, um, Shane was a, you know, ended up being a really good mentor for Kem too when he first went to the city, and 
So it's all sort of snowballed from there, I suppose, you can say, and um, it's um, just kept on going. Yeah, no doubt about that. And uh, he was uh, an integral part of uh, that stable particularly, and they gave him a really good start in the metropolitan uh, region. But he's only 24, Cam, and he's such a, I think it's fair to say, an old head on young shoulders. When you speak to him, he's always so cool, calm and collected. And I actually spotted him yesterday at Addington about five minutes before they went out onto the track. And you think that uh, he just looks as though he doesn't have any nerves. I'm sure that he would have deep down, but I saw him just grab a chair and take a seat for five minutes to no doubt regather his thoughts because he knows what the New Zealand Cup is all about after experiencing it last year. And and also after the race, uh, in his interview with Greg O'Connor, I I saw a a rare moment of emotion for him and he had to pull himself together, particularly when he was talking about his family. You're you're all such a a tight-knit group, aren't you? And particularly Ashley, she's whenever Cam speaks about his success, he's always mentioning his sister along the way and it's lovely to see. Oh, it's lovely, all right. Yeah, Ash is his number one supporter. Um, yeah, just uh, through thick and thin. And, um, yeah, it's been um, great to see the, the two kids achieve what they've done so far. But, yeah, no, it's a massive, um, massive day for him. And, and like you say, he's cool, calm and collected. I, I, Michelle and I often say, I don't know where he gets that from. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, he just seems to take it in his stride. And, and um, yeah, just... Looks like he was, um, yeah, born to do it, I suppose. Sometimes you think. Yeah, it certainly seems that way. So let's talk about the race in a little bit more depth. And I guess you've mentioned the standing start, and that was the the big stumbling block in in many's minds. And even for Cameron, uh, he would have only had very few opportunities to, to drive in standing starts. They're just not common in Australia. And then you add into the fact that it was Swayze's first standing start attempt as well. So uh, safely through that first 50 metres, it must have been a huge sigh of relief. Oh, no, it definitely was, you know, because obviously as everyone knew, it was going to be a race to the lead, you know, with the, the other, the fave. And um, anyway, yeah, after 200 metres, when I seen he was in front of him, I thought, well, it's game on now. And, Obviously, yeah, took his time getting to the front, but once he got to the front, um, I just, you know, <laughs> just hoping, well, he's, you know, um, long way to go. But, you know, if he's right and fit and ready, you know, he's going to be very hard to beat, which uh, proved in the end to be correct. Um, you know, I can't, you know, Kem's getting the accolades today, but, um, you know, Jason's got to have him right. You know, that's the most important job, Um is to get the horse right, and he's just got that knack of getting him right on the day. And you know, he's just a, um, just yeah, just a marvelous trainer, and, and loves his horses, and, and he's just doing a tremendous job, young Jason. And you know, very proud of him um, the way he presented that horse yesterday. And obviously, um, Cam got the job done on the track, but it all starts a long time before that. And um, you know, I can't give enough credit to Jason the way he prepared that horse to to do what he. Yeah, achieved yesterday. And they're quite the formidable combination, aren't they? They just seem to, to work so well together and uh, they both know their horses uh, inside and out and therefore uh, they really focus in on their own jobs and they're both excellent at what they do. Top of the home straight, Akuda's managed to to find his way onto to the back of Swayze. And you mentioned it was race on from the start. Well, well that's when it got really serious. And that Addington straight can be an, an awfully long one uh, when you're in front particularly. But 
uh, were you confident? What did you did yourself and Michelle give you yourself an opportunity to really cheer him home? Talk us through that last two hundred meters or so of the race yesterday. Uh, we were certainly cheering, and yes, it was a couple of little nervous moments when you got the New Zealand champ. You know, you know, obviously Cam had to work him and you know and work him a bit harder, which you know proved. In you know, in the end, he's too good in the end. In the end, but at the 600 there, when he sort of dropped the others and Mark got in behind him there for a while, I was a little bit nervous. And um, but when he pulled him out, I could sort of sense, oh, he's flat. And uh, this horse, you know, Jason's just going to keep going. And yeah, it wasn't really until the last probably hundred metres <laughs> we were um, confident. But yeah, there's a few little. Mer- nervous moments there around the home turn but you know he wasn't right up on his helmet um, you know and you could tell he was flat and Cam was working him and, and you know this horse just doesn't stop he's just a marvellous day and um, anyway the last hundred metres I mean it was quite a relief and right really on the line he was drawing away again so um, you know I'm never going to get past him. Have you had an opportunity to speak with Cameron? I'm sure it would have been a, a very hectic afternoon for him. In fact, he had a drive in the last race as well, so he sort of had to regather his thoughts and, and go out and, and still have a job to do. He had a remarkable day all in all. He, he had a few other really good drives on the card for the All-Stars. Speaking of, they were his biggest threat in the big race, but uh, he was driving for them earlier on in the card. So have you had a chance to speak to Cameron and what did he have to say? Yeah, well, he rung up, um, just went back to uh, to the motel to have a shower before he, he went out. And, um, yeah, no, he had a bit of a yarn for five or ten minutes and, um, you know, he's chuffed and, yeah, just run us through the race. And, um, and, and you know, and he had said exactly that. He sort of, yeah, he, he thought he had him covered, but he, yeah, he was a little bit nervous there for a couple hundred metres when he got on his back. But he, he said, oh, well, I've just got to make him work and, you know, and make him chase hard. But, yeah, um, anyway, he's, um, yeah, no, he's very excited and always gives his mum a ring after a big win. And uh, it was, yeah, great to hear from him. Oh, beautiful stuff. I'm sure uh, yourself and the whole family would have been the, the first thing on his mind when he went across uh, the line. So that phone call probably couldn't come quick enough for him. Well, it's been great to catch up, Mark, and get, a, I guess, a bit of a, a different perspective uh, on the New Zealand Trotting Cup. And it won't be the last big race Cameron wins. In fact, he's still got a really busy end to the year coming up with the Inter-Dominion and also uh, some Perth engagements as well. So it's been great to chat. Uh, enjoy the New Zealand Cup win from your perspective as well. And we really appreciate your time this morning. Cheers, Britt. Uh, thank you. Mark Hart joining us this morning. Of course, uh, Cameron Hart successful in yesterday's New Zealand Trotting Cup and uh, some very, very proud parents indeed and a proud family unit uh, all in all as well. A proud Riverina region, both with uh, Cameron growing up in, in Juni and Jason from Young as well. Uh, it was certainly a, a country victory at heart yesterday in the big city of Christchurch with the New Zealand Trotting Cup. And Cup week isn't over uh, at all. We've got uh, the Thoroughbreds in action today, the New Zealand Greyhound Cup tomorrow night, uh, and then we have Show Day on Friday featuring uh, the Dominion Handicap for the Trotters. And there's also a strong possibility, fields are not too far away, that we'll see both Swayze and Akuta line up on Friday uh, in that 
free-for-all event under mobile conditions, very different conditions for, I think, $200,000. So still high stakes all in all, and self-assured will step out there as well. He missed the New Zealand Cup, but uh, is likely to line up there on Friday uh, looking to uh, recover some of his very best form. So that will be some race all in all uh, before Cup Week wraps up on Saturday. So plenty more action to come out of New Zealand over the next few days, and I'm sure that you'll be very much kept up to date here on Sky Sports Radio with all of that. And I'll be back tomorrow morning from 10.30 with plenty more Harness News. And hopefully you can join us.